0: Good morning, it is just an absolute pleasure to be back, amen. The scripture reading for today comes from Matthew, the fourth chapter, verses 1 through, I want to say 11, and it reads, Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. He fasted 40 days and 40 nights, and afterwards he was fed. God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will command His angels concerning you, and on their hands they will bear you up, so that you will not dash your foot against a stone. Jesus said to him, Again, it is written, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him. All the kingdoms of the world in their splendor and he said to him all these I will give to you if you will fall down and worship me and Jesus said to him away with you Satan for it is written worship the Lord your God and serve him then the devil left him and suddenly angels came and waited on him the word of God for the people of God. Lord, I thank you for this day and for this message Oh God. I pray that you would open our, our, our eyes and our hearts in a mighty way, Lord, that we might see things a little differently, Lord, that we might internalize things a little differently, Lord, that we would get all that you have for us in this moment. Lord, remove all distractions, redeem us, restore us, rebuild us. In Jesus' name, amen. I spent last week in Dallas at a manufacturer that I represent learning about the products that they have and some of the best ways to sell them. During this time, my instructor introduced two terms to the class that caused me to really think. These two terms were refraction and reflection. He used his terms to describe why color looks better on certain papers, but almost instantaneously I began to think in different terms. It excited me so much that when we went to lunch, I called a friend of mine who is an optometrist here in Oklahoma and asked him about these two terms. He informed me that refraction errors are one of the causes of, or one of, the causes of blurry vision. He told me that when your eye doctor causes you to come into the office and sit in that chair and all of a sudden the huge contraction of lenses is before you and the chart is on the wall and he says, what is better, one or two? Has anybody else been there? <laughs> they are looking and measuring refractive errors in your eyes. Refractive er- errors are optical imperfections that prevent the eye from properly focusing light, causing blurred vision. Doctors usually prescribe glasses or corrective lenses to compensate for those errors. This also works in checking our spiritual eyes. When we are exposed to light and we have found that God is light, our errors, our errors that's a hard word for me this morning our errors are often exposed the imperfections in our lives seem to become bigger we we come into the knowledge that we are born in sin and shaped in iniquity we become keenly aware that we are falling short of the mark but God our eye doctor on high has already prescribed corrective lenses His name is Jesus, by the way, to compensate for the errors in how we see ourselves. Compensate. Compensate is to repay, to give recompense, to make good, or to atone. Compensate. This means that once we have accepted Jesus into our hearts, once we have made that confession of faith, once we have given our life to Christ, when the light now passes through us, the errors have been covered. When the light passes over us, the errors are no longer the focus. Amen. Dr. Latimer told me that reflection is actually what causes us to really see objects. We see objects because they either give off light or light reflects off the objects and enters into our eyes thus giving us the picture I hope I summarized that enough (laughs) he gave me a dissertation I can't give that to you all if an object did not reflect any light we would not be able to see it my trainer Richard told me that the less irregularities found on a surface the truer reflection it gives I'll say that again. The less irregularities found on a surface, the true reflection it gives. His example was that smoother paper, remember, I do sell copier solutions, reflect a light in a more consistent manner, thus producing better color quality to our eyes. In short, If the light bounces off of an error in the paper, it will not return the light in a way that allows our eyes to see the truest form of what is on the paper. So the matter that the light is bouncing off, the matter or the object that the light is bouncing off of affects how one sees the image. So once the material is smoothed out and imperfections have begun to be removed, the true reflection that is seen. You may be asking, Pastor, why are you talking to us about these things? Well, I am very glad you asked. In today's scripture, we find Jesus being tempted of the devil. We find him walking through this this season where the devil begins to offer him things. even tries to speak his language, but Jesus stands firm and resolute we find that when the light of God was refracted through the prism of Jesus' life, there was no imperfections found, thus no corrections needed. It is also apparent that it is easy for Jesus to know who he was and whose he was, and as a result, when the light bounced off of him or reflected off of him, we could see a true image of God without flaw, without blemish. And without wrinkle. Amen. This issue <laughs> is when we are tested, similar to Jesus, maybe not quite as stringent, and the light goes through the prism of our lives, it exposes errors. It exposes imperfections, and those errors and imperfections are that which the enemy then tries to use to make us feel like we are unworthy. Too often this causes us to forget who we are and whose we are. We receive temptations every day, and we succumb to those temptations, not because the enemy is so powerful, but because our perception of ourselves is so weak. We receive temptations every day, and we succumb to those temptations not because the enemy is so powerful, but because our perception of ourself is so weak. I almost want to read that again. But it is God that seeks to redeem. It is God that seeks to rebuild. It is God that, that seeks to compensate for those imperfections found in our lives. If we will allow him to do so, We will find that when the light is reflected off of us, for all the world to see, instead of them seeing our imperfections, uh, instead of them seeing the imperfections of that little boy that you were, the imperfections of that teenage girl that you were, or the imperfections of that naive young adult that we all once were, they will see a truer image of God in this world. They will see love without limits or boundaries. They will see compassion that spans across generations and ethnicities. They will see the scripture living and breathing in front of them in the season of Lent, where we are seeking a more intimate relationship with God. It is a time of preparation and focus reminiscent of the time of Jesus in the wilderness before he started his public ministry, which is the scripture we read today. We believe that Jesus went into the wilderness to set aside the distractions of normal worldly life and focus on God and God's will for him. So we attempt to do the same during this season. During this time, we should be asking God to shine his divine light through the prism of our lives, allowing him to expose our imperfections and shortcomings. We should be praying, That he rebuilds us, that he redeems us, that he restores us as only God can. We should allow and trust him to forgive us our sins and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. Of course, we will find on Easter that our Savior atones for all of the imperfections found in us. Amen. But during this season, we should look for what that mirror image really looks like. We should also be taking the time to seek after God's truth so that the world can see a truer image of who God has created us to be, a truer image of what Jesus intended his church to look like, and a truer image of the power of the Holy Spirit in this world. The United Methodist Church says that that some ways we can accomplish this during this season is to consider giving up something that distracts us from important relationships in our lives whether that be social media or or a variety of other different things. It it, it advises us that we should endeavor to plug in or consider adding something that helps you connect to God, whether that be a book club, a small group, a devotional, or a Bible study. Uh, The United Methodist Church says that we should consider starting a routine of service, whether that is mentoring or visiting a hospital or nursing home. And lastly, Uh, One of those ways that we can achieve this is to share the gospel every chance we get. People of God, today I invite you to endeavor to provide a mirror image of God, the God that you serve, a mirror image of his love and of his grace. Today I ask you to consider a season of prayer, of fasting, and of renewed commitment so that when God's light hits us, the reflection is true. You see, the world is looking at us all. We must make sure that the image they see points them to Jesus. My prayer is that when the enemy comes to tempt us, as he will, when those tough times in life happen, as they will, that we will respond in a manner that is, respond in a manner such as Jesus did during our scripture today. And even more, I pray that we would invite others to do the same. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.